This is the Frogcast. Hello and welcome to the Frogcast. I'm Jeff Mitchell. I want to welcome you to our show today. Frogs had a bye week, so we didn't win, but at least we didn't lose. Gave us a chance to do nothing but focus on college football, and there were a ton of good games. It is enjoyable to watch all of these uh, heart attack games where you don't have a vested interest beyond um, who you're pulling for from your uh, from teams that might help you or hurt you in the standings. But, man, there was a lot of great, uh, great games this weekend, not the least of which a lot of shakeup. Number two, number three, number four all got beat in the college football playoff, and we're going to look at that and so much more on this episode of the Frogcast. Well, our friend Trey Fallon is doing a little reconnaissance work, uh, trying to figure out how to get uh, some bulk volume of the CAB uh, T-shirts. I know he wants the Convict Our Browse T-shirts so that he can sell them in Fort Worth, where they're going like hotcakes. So you just got me and Daniel here tonight. Daniel, how are you doing, my friend? I am doing good. Good, good, good. We had some big games in the Big 12. Uh, What were you going to say, buddy? Go ahead. Oh, well, it kind of ruined the moment now, but I was going to say they, they changed the CAB. Now it means champions are built. So <laughs> let's, let's you know, want to be correct on that. Okay. I, Trey kind of coined that convict Art Riles, but uh, champions are built. That sounds good. I'll, yeah, they, I'll go for that. They came out with that um, Saturday morning, so yeah. I did see, uh, you know, they tweeted a T-shirt of somebody walking on the field that I think was part of their football staff before the OU game. And, and, and Stuart Mandel, who's one of the big sports writers, said that that was Kendall Bryles. And when I'm coming to Kendall Bryles' defense to say that's actually not Kendall Bryles, you know that um, they were way off. So I know we'll be able to sell you one of those shirts here in a couple of weeks when Trey gets back with a, with a truckload of those things, whatever they may be. Uh, champions are built is what we're settling with this week. Well, speaking of Baylor, Oklahoma plays the Baylor Bear or played the Baylor Bears this just this last weekend. Baylor continues on their three-game losing streak, Oklahoma 45, Baylor 24. All joking aside, Seth Russell goes down with an awful, awful injury, uh, season-ending injury, probably college career injury. Daniel, did you get to see any of this game with Oklahoma rolling it up on Baylor? Sure did. I watched the whole thing. Um, that was a pretty nasty injury. Uh, it, You know, First glance, before they they came out with saying it was a, a dislocated ankle, but went in, it sure looked like he snapped uh, his tibia and fibula, um, and it was just cringeworthy. And it sucks. As much as I hate Baylor, um, and I kind of want to punch him in the face sometimes, that's just not not fun for anybody. So um, it, it probably... Uh, I think he had surgery today, or he's going into surgery, so that's going to be it for him. Um, but as far as the rest of the game... I Oklahoma has their moments, but they seem sloppy a lot of the time. I'm really glad they got to roll over Baylor again uh, for their third week in a row. And um, I got to see them be all frustrated and start fights with everybody, which is I just love. And um, I wish Oklahoma could look a little better. They It's like they've got potential, kind of like TCU had early in the year. You just saw flashes of it. Uh, but it just, uh, they came out with a, a solid win, but... Man, they just, I don't know, there's something about it. It's like, why can't they just be better? It's just mind-blowing that they're, I guess, ranked as high as they are. And thinking about the playoff last year, they just got trucked. So, um, but it was, uh, 
I guess the the best thing to take away from that is Baylor got beat. Yeah, I agree with you on all fronts. I think Bob Stoops is entering the Mac Brown era, if he hasn't already, where he is living off of what he did. So I'm curious to see how much longer he's going to be able to go. All that being said, they're going to win the Big 12. They might end up 10-2, and two, and with all the chaos that happened this weekend, they might even back their way into a playoff. I know it's got to have a lot of things happen, but after this weekend, who, who wants to say crazy, more crazy things won't happen? Uh, Didi Westrook is a bad, bad man. I thought that, not, not in the Joe Mixon way, he is a bad man, and I love watching him play. Um, his, his ability to, get, to high point the ball, to, to hug the sideline, he is the best wide receiver in the Big 12, if not the country. I'm, I was really impressed with watching Didi Westbrook play. And Joe Mixon went a whole week without uh, getting a parking ticket, so I'm going to give him props for that credit where credit is due. We're big on that on the broadcast. One other game uh, that we want to just uh, to highlight quickly, Texas gets beat by West Virginia 24 to 20. So Texas is back yeah, again. They did not carry him off the field for the moral victory, but this game was just like a bundle of frustration, especially in the fourth quarter. I, nobody really wanted to take the game. Did you get to watch any of this? Any, any takeaways of watching Dana Holgerson scream at the officials watching um, uh, Texas not be able to, to, to take this game away from, from the Mountaineers? Yeah, I watched a good bit of it. Um, of course, it was on with other games. I had to flip around, so I missed a couple of things here and there. But um, now that you mention it, I did see a lot of Holgerson screaming at the refs. And uh, I can't hardly remember whatever else I saw from that game. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Charlie Strong is a, is, is a terrible in-game manager. I was not impressed with, with what I saw from him. Shane Bouchelle's got a lot of talent. Obviously, Deontay Foreman's got a lot of talent. They've got um, some, some, a, lot of, a lot of young players that I think are going to be able to contribute in the future. But all this does is just kind of drag the soap opera out more and more. Actually, um, Mac Engel wrote an article that was in, in, the, in the Star-Telegram today about how the TCU game is going to decide whether Charlie Strong keeps his job or not. So they have all of these moral victories that are um, uh, pointing them towards possibly a losing season. But if they beat TCU in one of their worst years in a long time, it looks like uh, Texas will be back. But I would not bank on that. That's going to be it's going to be an interesting game. But I would not bank on um, Charlie Strong needing to save his job by beating TCU, considering what the, the score has been the last couple of seasons. Other game that I, ju- I just want to highlight that was prototypical Big 12, it's um, who we're playing this week. Oklahoma State beats Texas Tech in Stillwater, 45-44. Uh, Gundy and Kingsbury, th- this is games that they were born for. And uh, Pat Mahomes, once again, has a great effort. His defense can't help him out at all. Couldn't get bailed out in a situation where they could have really taken control. And Oklahoma State pulls out the victory, 45-41. They are coming into town ranked. Who knows where they'll be ranked when the playoff committee gets done with them. Anything that you saw um, from Oklahoma State especially, or maybe even from Tech, um, in this game and maybe something pointing towards the Frogs battle this weekend with the Cowboys? Well, um, most notably what I took from it is that Extra points can really matter sometimes. Um, that's how they lost, or at least didn't go into overtime. Uh, that College sucked. kickers. Oh, yeah. that sucks. Yeah, it's and it sucks. It's named Hatfield, too, and it's like, man, TCU has a Hatfield. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, ugh. But um, anyway, that's that's just a real, a real bitch uh, for that kid. 
But uh, no, Oklahoma State looked pretty good. Um, they always look or seem to play a lot better at home. Um, but uh, that that Walsh looks good. Um, uh, there's so many games going on. I'm blanking on the names. Um, Mason Rudolph had a good game. Yeah, that's who I was thinking of. Yeah, J.W. Walsh probably didn't, but um, Mason Rudolph had a good game, and then Washington again had a good game. Okay, that Washington. Guy, that's where I was thinking. That guy's Walsh. kind of a, a that guy's a boss. I'm yeah, a big definitely. Fan. Yeah, big uh, fan of him. I'm I'm kind of worried. I think um, Oklahoma State's kind of interesting to me because two years ago it felt like uh, the Oklahoma State game here in Fort Worth. That um, when I rewatched it and I got to see it from TV. I really felt like the team had really come together. I mean, like it's the first time that year, or really in a couple of years, they were really just just solid and just dominating, and everything just looked great. And I was just like, "Holy crap, this team's really coming together!" And um, of course, then we go up there, and it sucks. Yeah. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see. Maybe that's going to happen again because we come together against Baylor, but there's always the chance that you know Baylor's too defeated to really care enough to play uh so maybe we didn't get their best effort and ma- they made us look better than we might actually be so it'll be interesting to tell um i did notice now nah, my add is killing me here i noticed that as soon as russell went down they seemed to really fire up yeah um i'm t- wondering if they're gonna try and you know blow everyone out the rest of the season that new kid doesn't seem all that bad. In fact, Baylor fans think he's the new Bryce Petty. Oh, well, we'll find out about all that. Yeah, so they they, they actually think they're going to put together a pretty good team next year. Yeah, so I'll be curious to see how all that bounces around the rest of the season as well as, well as into next year. The only thing I've kind of got my eye on from this last game in Stillwater coming into the game in Fort Worth is how long my Gundy's mullet is. So... I think we should get official measurements. You know, Bruce Feldman is going to be on the sidelines for for Fox. I really hope that he's got a ruler down there. I would love to get some mullet reports, pregame, halftime, postgame. Anything that can update us on the Turner Falls waterfall would be great off the back of Coach Gundy's head. So we will take that. It's kind of fun. Like, you got a mullet, but that looks so ridiculous. It's awful. Um, There's something about his particular hair or like the shape of his head that just makes it seem so much more weird than just a regular, you know, white trash mullet. Yeah. There's, there's more to it. It's, it's tasteful, but it's also got some truck stop to it. It's yeah. got both of those things at the same time, which is a, which is an Oklahoma kind of, uh, you know, delicatessen. So he knows what he's doing there. He, he's a man of the people. Let's he, put it that he way. He kind of keeps it tucked into his collar. So it's not too wild, you know? Yeah, in case he's interviewing for another coaching job. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. That's all I can say is you never know. So he is a man of the people. He spent almost all of his life in, in Stillwater, and I think this is the point where he just doesn't care. So we'll, we'll, see. We'll, see what he, we'll see what he rolls into Fort Worth with. That will, that will be curious. Well, we had a lot of chaos in the in the college football season this last weekend. We had Pitt that beat Clemson. We had Iowa that beat Michigan in a in a game that was a heck of a lot of fun. But my little caveat is, don't I don't want to ever hear somebody knock Big Twelve football when you're watching a game with 47 punts. I think that was the count with Iowa and Michigan. God. USC beats Washington. 
And then, of course, the Aggies get beat by Ole Miss, and um, looks like the Aggie is is right on course. They're about a week behind, but they're they're doing exactly what they do every single season. Any of those games that you saw from the Clemson, Michigan, Washington Aggie game that uh, caught your eye that you want to spend some time on? Well, I really was kind of surprised to see Pittsburgh be able to pull that out over Clemson. Um, it, it had the feeling that uh, one of those games where you kind of get excited for the upset, but in the end, they just kind of roll over you. Um, I think Louisville did that with Wake Forest. I don't know if you saw that. Um, yes, I did. I did. Yeah, Wake Forest was really holding their own, and then just kind of late in the game, they just the wheels fell off. So it kind of felt like it was going to be one of those. But no, uh, Pitt pulled it off. That was just it was mind blowing. And then um, I was really happy to see the Aggies lose. Uh, Anytime they can be shut up. I mean, it's so funny because two weeks ago, the, the first rankings come out and they're put at number four. And then literally four days later, they give up a game to a terrible team. And I was like, you couldn't even go a week. You know, how aggy is that? And then, then they do it again. And it's, but uh, anyway, that was great. Uh, but I Aggies th- just can't have nice things. They definitely not. Uh, honestly, I think my. I was well. Let me first say I was disappointed with Washington. I really thought they were a little better than that, and uh, I was, that was kind of like my fun team for the year to follow. Uh, outside of frogs, of course. So that was a little disappointing, but I mean, it, I, it's going to happen. USC's on a tear, so um, I guess props to them. So that makes the pack a little more interesting. But I think the best thing that I saw was the fighting Harbaugh's going down. And uh, it wasn't a horrible game, but, uh, man, that, that can be a little tiresome. But still, anytime Michigan loses, especially as hyped up as they've been, it's so annoying. Um, that was probably my favorite game. Yeah, that Michigan hype machine got put into the ditch. They still might make the playoff. They still might win, win the Big Ten, but... Man, that the Iowa's down this year, and that is that, that's the same team that lost to North Dakota State. And so, if, which if you didn't see their tro- the the trolling North Dakota State Twitter account, they took a picture of the Iowa locker room and tweeted out North Dakota State and Michigan both entered undefeated, only one left with a victory. I and I was that. like, that's that was so nice. <laughs> which, that was so nice. Okay, so go ahead. Uh, Iowa beat Michigan, but North Dakota State beat Iowa. But South Dakota State beat North Dakota State, and TCU beat South Dakota State. So, well, that's all you need. Yeah. That, so, th- I mean, that, that, that's committee thinking right there. Hang, hang the banner right now. That's right. Hang the banner right now. We're going to hang a Big Ten banner because of uh, North Dakota South Dakota rivalry. And when the Dakota States play, you just throw the records out the window. I think that's a given. So. Yeah, the, the only thing I wanted to add from that Iowa-Michigan uh, Michigan game is is nothing gets Big Ten fans on their feet like a flipping field position. You know, being able to go punt it from the 35 and stick them back at the 27, man, those fans just get uh, – they get they get so excited watching field position get flipped. Oh, my gosh, there were so many punts in that game. I know it was a good game, and I paid attention the whole time, but our brand of football holds up just as strong as that brand of football – and I, 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 people mock that Oklahoma Texas Tech game. I enjoyed watching that, 
I enjoyed watching field position with Iowa in Michigan. So I don't, I get so sick of this moral superiority of we play football the way it's meant to be. It's like, you know, I could go stand in the line for 30 minutes to take a leak and come back and not miss anything. Um, you can't even, you know, get a Coke from the, the, the guy walking up and down the aisles in the big 12 without missing something. So big 10 fans, enjoy your, your punt contest. That's all I got to say. Anything else from this weekend of games that you watched that uh, we want to take a crack at here before we move on? Anything else you saw? Um, Iowa State beat Kansas because I know everybody was kind of looking at that. Oh, yeah, that was – well, I lied earlier when I was talking about Michigan. That was really – my highlight game was Iowa State and Kansas. That's uh, right. No, I yeah. – I, Georgia, Georgia beats Utah. Or excuse me, Georgia beats Auburn. Utah right. beat Arizona State. Uh, Duke beat North Carolina, which I was fine with. I was really okay with that. Definitely. Michigan State got a win against Rutgers. Well, <laughs> I, that shouldn't even count as a Power Five victory. No, that's it's sad, but it it kind of is. Yeah. Um, it kinda, People paid money to watch Missouri Vanderbilt. You know, I thought Vanderbilt was going to do better. They were really putting it on Auburn, was it last week? Yeah, played so really well. I, I really thought, you know, they could beat Missouri, maybe even it's as awful as the SEC East is. You never know. They could win the dang thing. Mm-hmm. But that Georgia mess and Auburn, it just, what a joke the SEC East is. Oh, it is. The SEC East is an absolute joke. Absolutely. I would take the American over the SEC East every time. Yeah, I would too. I would too. I wouldn't I wouldn't back off of that. I would I would agree with you. I would agree with you. And did you see that um uh, LSU is the second highest ranked or let me put it this way. Alabama is the only team in the SEC in the top ten. No. So this this is just one of those reminders that Alabama is clearly the best team in the country. That's, that's not even debate. You can't even debate that. After that, there's some good teams. There's some teams that can beat you. Hey, we got we got beat by Arkansas. But let's stop acting like everybody should be a 10-point favorite just because they're in the SEC. And um, they got the standings to prove it. I'm, I'm really curious to see what the SEC does in bowl season. So it's, that will be curious. Yeah, it's interesting because, like, the last two years, SEC, outside of Alabama, hasn't been that bad. Um you know, Old Miss was pretty good. Old Miss beat Alabama the first year of the playoff. And, yeah. You know, but and beat now, them last year too. Did they? I got, oh yeah, I yeah. forgot that. Yeah. Uh, so, but like in years past, without this committee, you know, they had the BCS and all that. You didn't really, couldn't really get that bias. And then in the first couple of years in with the committee, the SEC was pretty solid. So their bias was there, but it was kind of quasi justified but now as awful as everything else in the sec is i can't wait to see how the committee is going to spin it to shove this crap down our throats about how tough it is and all this gritty wins and find a way to win and all that mess because no one's buying it this time no nobody's going to be buying it but there's nobody else to be pumping up so there like i said there's bama and there's everybody else so Everybody else, just whatever. You guys are a bunch of shoulder shrugs. There's nothing special about you. Enjoy enjoy the fact that your conference gets another banner. You'll chant SEC, and uh, Bama will always let you pick up their laundry for them because that seems to be what it is. So, yeah. 
Well, moving uh, moving right along here real quick, I want you to take some time to, to be ready to answer this question. Let's go back to what we wrapped up with last week. Think about the committee. If you're on the committee this week and we get to pick our final four, if, if this weekend was the selection show, who are the four teams that you would go with? You know, there's a lot of things to, to consider here. There's, there's strength of schedule. There's um, diversity of conferences. There's not just like one powerhouse conference. You got to think about, you know, who they played out of conference as well as margin of victory and, you know, all kinds of other stuff. And I know that we really value conference championships. If you had to pick four teams and in, in in, in rank them in this, uh, poll, this week's poll, who would you go with, Daniel? Man, that's tough now. I know... Okay, let me gather my thoughts. So no no particular order just yet. I know Alabama, well, at number one, that's that's pretty clear. But I think, yeah. you know, some of the polls that came out today had Michigan still at like four. And I'm sorry, if you lose to Iowa, I can't keep you that high. So no. I think I'm going to have to, well, I think Ohio State jumps in there. That's not an issue with me. But outside of... That I'm kind of drawing a maybe Louisville, I guess, and then well, who's left? I mean, because it all got shuffled, and now my brain's hurting. Um, is Wisconsin? Yeah, you could have Clemson. You could have Clemson. You could have Wisconsin. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna go with Wisconsin because Clemson lost to Pitt, and you should not lose to Pitt, um, especially at home. They were at home. That's mm-hmm. impressive. So let's go with those four. I guess Alabama, uh, Louisville, Louisville, Ohio State, Wisconsin. Ohio State, Wisconsin, definitely. Yeah. Okay. Well, here's my four, and you can you can agree disagree with me. I'm going to go with Bama number one. Disagree. I'm going to go. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I disagree. I'm going to go with Ole Miss number two. Oh. You know they beat, they beat the Aggies. They've got a freshman quarterback that's coming in for the injured Kelly. And so the way I look at it is, this is a brand new season for them. And so we need to respect the process. Um, and so in, in a lot of ways, they're undefeated. And they went on the road and they won at Kyle Field, which is we all know is not an easy place to play. So I'm going to go number one Bama, number two Old Miss. I'm going to go number three Georgia. Because they, you know, they had a big win this weekend over Auburn. They're kind of in the driver's seat to at least make some noise in the SEC East. I know they still have Georgia Tech to play, so you know there's some there's some questions there. But I'm going to go ahead and go with Georgia at number three, and then number four. Man, I I couldn't I can't really decide here. There's there's four choices. There's Tennessee, there's LSU, and then maybe like Bama again to basically give them a bye. I would not feel uncomfortable putting Bama's second team at number four, but I'm just going to go with LSU. So they had the quality loss to Alabama. They had the quality loss to Auburn, who is in the SEC. And they had the quality loss to Wisconsin, who's in your top four. So you really can't um, – it's it's irrefutable. You can't really argue with that. You got, you got any problems with my four? No, no. You're, uh, see, I just kind of did mine kind of like knee-jerk. Uh, I didn't have time to prepare for the show today. Uh, so I'm just kind of, yeah, you obviously had a lot more time to think about it. So that's, I mean, that's on me for just kind of these knee jerk reactions. Um, so you watch too much Herb Street. It's your problem. Yeah. I think that's what it is. So you need to watch more fine bomb. Yeah. That's what it is. Uh, you know, I just, I was slacking this week, but it's, you know, I have a life to live. So, I mean, I can't get everything right, but, uh, I got to give you kudos for hashing that out. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. 
Uh, all right, I want to put you on the hot seat here to wrap up our show tonight. I'm going to give you um, every single game this weekend in the Big 12, and I'm going to tell you who's playing. I just want you to tell, predict your winner off the top of your head. You don't have to tell me a score. You don't have to cover the spread. Just tell me who you got. We're going to walk you through Big 12, week, uh, Big 12, week 12. Ah. All right, biggest game of the weekend aside from Fort Worth. Oklahoma goes to West Virginia. West Virginia's 8-1. Oklahoma's 8-2. Who you got, Oklahoma or West Virginia? Uh, West Virginia. Wrong. I'm going to go with Oklahoma. Okay. All right, game nobody will be watching. Texas and Kansas. Texas is 5-5. Five and five. Kansas is 1-9. One, one Who do you got in this game? Texas. Agree. I got Texas as well. Texas Tech and Iowa State. Tech is six, is four and six. They are fighting for bowl eligibility. Iowa State is two and eight. They are fighting to get this season over with as fast as they can. Who you got, Tech or Iowa State? Sadly, Tech. Sadly, Tech. I'm going to go sadly Tech as well. Now that could some now that 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 name can be used. That's kind of like an evergreen phrase. Sadly, Tech. So okay, we'll go with sadly Tech there. Baylor, Kansas State. Baylor six and three, but they're on a big three-game losing streak. Tech or Kansas State is five and four, and coached by a man uh, that belongs in a geriatric ward. Who you got? Baylor, Kansas State. Kansas State. I'm with you. We're going K State. They're going to beat them. Oklahoma State is eight and two, coming to town for an eleven o'clock kickoff. TCU five and four, coming off of the big win over Baylor. Who you got? Frogs or the Pokes? Gonna go with the Frogs. Right there with you. I am going with the Frogs. The only thing we disagree on, I got Oklahoma over the Mountaineers. Everything else, we're kind of of one accord. That's a tough place to play. That's in and West Virginia's a good team. They got a good defense, so that's uh, that's kind of why I went with that. We'll see. I mean, it could go the other way, and wouldn't surprise me though. Yeah, Oklahoma is two and a half point favorite on the road. So that's um, Vegas likes the Sooners. They do. All right, Daniel. Well, we got a bye week. It's just the two of us. I think we did all right tonight. Looking forward to next week, hopefully coming back together, talking about not only a big frog win, but also some more chaos in college football. I would be all for that. I would love to see some more chaos in college football. I don't know about you, but I'd be game for that. All for it, man. All for it. Well, Frog fans, we got two more home games. Get up there and support the Frogs this weekend. I know it's an 11 o'clock kickoff. I know that's not ideal. But I want you to get there. I want to. I want to get you there early, as Coach Patterson would say. We are calling all frogs. We'd love to see you there. Get out there and support the team. We we need this game. I think if we win this game, we win out. If we win this game, we beat we uh, we beat Texas and we beat K State. See what goes from there. So, well, as always for Daniel Southern now, we want to thank you for listening to the Frogcast. Track us down on iTunes, on Android, with Google Play. We would love for you to find us at thefrogcast.com. We are a proud member of the Killer Frogs family. Track us down on Twitter, on Facebook as well. We'd love to connect you with you. We're always answering your questions as well. We'd uh, love to hear your questions. So, thanks so much. We'll see you next week.